Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Dave Helmbrecht, and this is, if it's your first time listening, is a solo podcast. It's, I call it a solo cast. Just me ranting and raving about what's going on in my life, in the fucking country, current events, things like that. Uh, hopefully it's your thing. I don't know. Anyway, shout outs go out to uh, uh, Victor, of course, at, and he, we're training at Forks Fighters at combat. He does a combat cardio class and his boxing skills and technique are, are, are amazing. And the way he works with people and motivates people is awesome. So give, shout, give a shout out to Vic uh, or hit him up. I'm already giving him the shout out. Hit him up and uh, figure out when and when and where to be and like to get in there and train and and do the damn thing. Uh, you can learn some self defense as at the same time you're getting in shape. Uh, and it's a good group of people to be around. Everybody there is positive and cool as shit. Same with progressive martial arts here in Grand Forks. The new black belt, Ken Greer. So proud of this dude, man. He's he's my mentor. He's been in the game forever and. He uh, he runs an amazing gym, Progressive Martial Arts, also here in Grand Forks. Uh, hit him up, and him and Ken, him and Ken, he's already Ken, him and Josh, uh, and get in there and learn some jujitsu, man. Uh, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I talk about it in the podcast a little bit, but definitely get in there. Uh, another shout out, Red Pine Distillery. We went and did a little video shoot with them, and... Uh, about fostering and stuff. He's starting a YouTube channel, uh, Red Pine Distillery. Go uh, go check him out. Go buy some booze. I wish I could. We'll talk about that in the podcast too. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it is January 10th. January. See, I did it again. It's February 10th. The last podcast, I said the fucking date wrong twice in one podcast. So hopefully you guys don't fucking judge me, man. Don't judge me. If you're going to judge me, send me a link to your podcast or do a fucking demo one and send it to me. Sit down, turn the mic on and talk for 30 minutes and send it to me and don't sound stupid. It's fucking hard. So with that being said, here it is, you guys. 30 minutes of me sounding stupid. Just kidding. Love you guys. <laughs> Later. Hey, what's up, hey, everybody? What is going on, everybody? What's going on, everybody? What up, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Dave Cast. Welcome back to Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. The Dave Cast. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Man, I cannot get a point across to save my life today, you guys. I'm getting emotional. Stop getting emotional, Dave. Listen to me, guys. I'm out of control. So, welcome to the Dave Cast. I'm gonna be your host, Dave Helmbrecht. This was the first podcast. I hope you guys liked it. I love you guys, and thank you so much. Love you guys. Listening. Later. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Dave Cast. This is, what is it, episode 103? I was going to like not even talk about what episode it is anymore. I hit 100 and now it's just like, mm, I'm going to continue numbering them as a reference to kind of so people can kind of see where they're at and stuff. I feel like you get confused. People are easily confused nowadays, right? I know I am. Uh, huge shout out to a couple people. And I know I do shout outs at the beginning and I'll probably double it up a little bit. But these people are starting podcasts, and I'm like, man, you guys, every people should have started podcasts a lot sooner. Not only does it, I think it's therapy for you, it's therapy for me to sit down and just talk and get whatever's on my mind out, because that's just the kind of person I am. You know, I've been through therapy, I've been through treatment, and those are the things that really help me a lot, you know, and maybe you're not that kind of person, maybe you're like, dude, I will never record myself and put it out there for everybody to hear, I think I sound dumb, I think I look dumb, well, I do too, man, but this is like my medicine, this is like 
my thing, dude. I love it. I love sitting down and getting a podcast out. I feel accomplished. Uh, I feel like I got, even if it's terrible or it's dumb or I think the content is just stupid or I talk about politics too much, it is what it is, man. People don't have to listen to it. They can be like, ah, he's talking about politics too much or whatever. They can turn it off and wait for the next one or just find another podcast, man. There's so many podcasts out there, interesting podcasts, informative podcasts. Uh, just sit, find one and listen to it. I feel like uh, I love podcasts, you guys. Uh, my buddy Mark Bush, I think I mentioned it on the last one, Perspectives with Mark Bush and Friends. He's on Spotify. He's on uh, iTunes and probably a couple other platforms. Uh, definitely give his a listen. Uh, I was in the military with Mark, and he uh, has really cool outlook on things. And I, I'm, I'm ex- I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> I've been meaning to. There's, I just, I listen to so many podcasts. I got to try to catch up, you know. And I'm definitely gonna give it a listen. Uh, my buddy Chad Ditch that I was in the military with, I was deployed with him to Qatar. I was his kennel master, and I've always liked the dude. I thought he was really cool. Uh, he just had a cool style to him, and he's funny. Uh, he started a podcast, and his is called On the Table, and he's just going to talk about uh, a lot of interesting topics, as that's what he says. He's got three episodes out. Uh, I still haven't listened to that one either. I am going to. Maybe after this, I'll sit down and give one of them a listen. They both uh, seem like they're pretty short podcasts, and uh, I'm just excited for people to get it out there. Like I said, it's a way of therapy. I think it's such a cool thing that someday my distant ancestors, distant or what is it when it's farther ahead, my future ancestors are going to be able to sit down and listen. Like, man, like I wish I had recordings of like my grandpa Bert, my great grandpa Joe, my grandpa Tyne, just sit down and talk with them about uh, whatever was on their mind, how they felt, like there's some cool, funny stories. Uh uh, Joel Splinter keeps bugging me about having my dad on the podcast. I don't know how he do, but I definitely need to get my dad on here and just shoot the shit about coon hunting stories and what life was like for him growing up in the in the sixties and seventies. You know, and he's been through a lot. My dad's done a lot of crazy. You know, he's been divorced a few times, and he's just been he's you know he's been down the road. You know, and uh, I'm definitely my father. Uh, I, I'm my dad. I'm. I'm my mom trapped in my dad's body. I say that all the time, and it's so true. Like Everybody's like, you look like your dad so much. You sound like your dad. I know I do. Leave me alone. What are you doing? That's my impression of my father. <laughs> but uh, what I'm getting at is these podcasts, man. It's like even if you don't get sponsors and get paid and, and get like a, a bunch of people to listen necessarily, man, you are archiving and making uh, just just some cool content for relatives to sit down and listen to. Like I said, I'd be so cool to sit down and hear uh, like my grandparents or my great-great-grandparents or grandparents I never even knew talking and just to hear their perspective on things. And, and I'm excited that uh, it's something I'm doing, man. Someday, hopefully, my grandkids can sit down and listen to all 1,000 episodes, because I'm going to get there, man. I'm going to get there. Maybe I can have my grandkids on my podcast someday. How cool would that be? I'm excited. Uh, I know Tristan Robinson has been on the podcast a couple times. I've had... Uh, uh, Robin's been on. I've had... Um, Carter was on an episode. Uh, I bugged Davey. Uh, I don't know if Davey will want to do it, but I can get Davey on. I bugged him a little bit. Uh, Kelsey and Caden... 
Uh, I want to get them on too. Uh, you know, they're seniors in high school this year, and their perspective on on America is completely different than probably ours. You know, like I want to know what's going on in the minds of these kids. Like when I was in high school, I wasn't into politics and this and that, and didn't get to hear about it that much. Uh, you know, you got to hear what your family, your grandparents, or whatever your circle was talking about at the time. But now I get to, you know, we get to social media and everything is thrown in our face, you know, whether it's manipulated or not or processed information. Uh, these guys, they kind of have no choice but to see kind of what's going on or whatever. I think my mic cut out there for a second. If you're watching the video, I'm sorry. Doing my best. But uh, so you guys start a podcast. Think about it. Even do this, man. Sit down and make recordings, and you don't have to publish them anywhere. I mean, I might you might want to save them online somewhere, um, in in a cloud or anywhere, or uh, I would say to a computer or hard drive. But that shit will crash, and you could lose it all. Like just like a video, not a video, an audio journal. Think of it that way, or just do a journal and write it out. But I feel like it'd be so much cooler for the future, your future people, people, relatives, whoever is going to listen to it, they get to hear your voice and they get to hear the emotion behind it and stuff. So, dude, is that crazy that my, this, my solo cast, it's just me all the time by myself. The niche of it is pretty much me starting a podcast. How weird, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I talk about MMA, we talk politics, uh, we talk whatever man i talk you know i talk about ptsd depression anxiety mental health disorders and stuff like that i don't even know if that could that be a niche mental health disorders i am a mental health disorder <laughs> but uh there's a bunch of stuff i wanted to talk about today and i'm right now as i'm talking wasting time just trying to figure out what it was do notes dave i have a notebook i need to get back to this um Writing out my ideas and my and just I used to write like comedy stuff like if any time I'd think of a topic that I thought I could dissect down into some jokes I used to write it down. Uh, I used to write stuff down that I'd have ideas for the podcast and I got away from it and I feel like with my memory I've been hitting the head way too much. I got PTSD. Like uh, even my dad has a terrible memory. I remember growing up. I remember my dad's terrible memory. And it's just like genetically, I'm screwed in that department. So I need to get back to writing stuff down. I really do. But uh, what else? So since I am, I am a big pro weed guy, right? I smoked weed. Didn't smoke weed in high school at all. Didn't really care for it. I smoked a couple times. Didn't like how it made me feel. Uh, I get cotton mouth. I'm like, fuck, am I cutting weight again? Like I didn't really care for it. Uh, got out of the military uh, while I was in college. Uh, smoked a couple like I, these guys I was in school with were like hey man do you want to smoke weed and I went and tried it you know I had nothing to lose I wasn't getting tested for a job yes it was illegal I could have went to jail blah 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 but I from there on out man it was like whoa like the, you know there is the level of anxiety the paranoia but it's like it was like it put me in, an, 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 and this is going to sound really dramatic for weed because it's just fucking weed, but it would put me in another, almost like another, an alternate dimension, right? So like I go to Walmart high and it was just different. One, you got to struggle through the whole paranoia of worrying if like, you're like, oh my God, everybody thinks I'm high. Well, fucking half the people at Walmart are probably high on something. And it was just like, you get a different perspective of things. 
Uh, things are funnier, obviously. You just see, it's like you see and notice things and you absorb it like that you normally wouldn't, right? So I really enjoyed weed. Uh, had to cut it out when I went to get jobs after welding school. I've probably talked about this a little bit before on here. Uh, I haven't got into my weed use a bunch and I want to now. I want to be real with you guys and talk about that stuff. Uh, and I was nervous about it before because uh, I got to stop putting my hand in front of the fucking thing. I was nervous about it before because I did have jobs that I could lose and stuff. And was I smoking while I was working those jobs? I was, you know, and I, I made smoking a problem in my life. It was a big part of me going to treatment. Uh, still clean and sober. Still hating every minute of it. I'm just kidding. I want to drink. I want to smoke. And it's like I can't. I just knowing me and my addictive personality is something I can't handle right now, especially not working, being at home, the boredom, you know, and I can tell myself like, OK, you know, just have a couple of drinks this weekend or only drink when there's like a social event. Like I get together with some friends to watch like UFC fights or something, have a couple of drinks. Knowing me, <laughs> it doesn't work that way, man. I wish it did. But, you know, I'm just sitting here bored at home and I have no reason to not make myself a drink as soon as I wake up in the morning. Smoking, same thing, man. I can be like, only smoke on the weekends. That's how it started with me before is I got some weed and I'm like, I'm only going to smoke on the weekends in the evenings and just watch TV or hang out, you know, just, you know, and it helped me sleep. Like I would have, I was a very, I didn't sleep good. I was a really restless sleeper. And I, once I started smoking weed, it was like, dude, I don't have nightmares. I don't have weird dreams. I just, you know, and I don't, I fall asleep right away. Like it was a big thing for me. And that's one of my huge justifications for weed. And I, uh, I went from smoking just on the weekends here and there to as soon as I got home from work, man, I'd go to the garage and smoke up. And I know a lot of people live this way, and they're and, and they're fine with it, and they can they function. Uh, it's not hurting them or their family. Yes, they could get in trouble with the law if it's not legal where they're at. But uh, I have no problem with it if you if that's your thing. If you're high all the time, as long as you're functional and living your life and this and that. And I was. That was another justification. You know, I wasn't getting you know i wasn't missing days of work or like alcoholics man like it just you can't it's hard to be an alcoholic and be functional it's like you're gonna it's some something's gonna happen where you're gonna crash financially uh it hurt me a little financially i probably could have been saving more money uh some of the money i was spending on it i could have been using that to go see carter or using it to pay off debt and this and that and so financially it was an issue for sure but eventually, man, it became to it came to the point where I smoke before work, during work. That's the shit I don't, you know, you're scared to admit. I, I mean, I don't work there anymore. I can't get in trouble for it now. And it's like, uh, and, and I always told myself, like, if you smoke, you know, if you if it becomes such an issue that you got to do it, if you do it, if you go to work high, that's a fucking problem. And I go to work at a place that, uh, you got to make sure, you know, you're safe. We operate forklifts and this and that. And the funny part is, is like I it would make me extra careful if that makes any sense. Like I know like, OK, you're high right now. You can't fucking crash. You can't do this. You can't do that. You're going to hurt somebody. Believe it or not, it made me more poor, more poor, made me more paranoid 
that I needed to keep my shit in line or else, you know, this, the repercussions of it would be huge. You crash or hurt somebody, you're going to get drug tested and you're going to lose your job. Uh, you go to jail. Like, like some crazy shit could happen. So, uh, but it got to the point, man, where when I was hitting rock bottom, you guys, it was all day, every day. And like the amount was ridiculous. And then I started drinking on top of it. It's like I just couldn't get high enough. I couldn't, you know, I needed something else. Uh, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a pain pill problem, but after my neck surgeries, I would get painkillers and I would definitely abuse them and not take as many as I needed, you know? So I'm not going to admit to any of the other illegal shit I did. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could just, just, I went down a crazy path that people were probably like, holy shit, dude, you really, you really went there? And it's like, yeah. I went there, man, and, and, and huge shout-outs to my sister and Robin for realizing that I wasn't going to pull out of that spiral by myself, you know, and I needed to go to treatment. I needed help, and thank you to the VA, man. I get to go to this amazing treatment in St. Cloud, and you guys heard the podcast. Uh, those are like some of my biggest my biggest podcasts, and the most views or most listens are, are the treatment ones, and I don't know if people were just curious to see what's going on with me. Curious why I was in treatment. Some people thought like I got on heroin and meth or something. Nah. I stay away from that hard shit, man. And I get just... But the funny thing is when you're in that low point of your life, man, if somebody put it on the table and at that point, I didn't care if I lived or died. So it was like, I'm just glad I wasn't in that circle. Could I have done... You know, could I have got on the fucking meth and heroin train? Maybe. I totally could have just knowing where my state of mind was at that time. I'm glad I didn't. But I got the help I needed, clean and sober over a year now. Do I want to drink? Do I want to smoke? Of course I do. Bad. But I don't. And will there become a time, There will there be a day where I can try to like, you know, start smoking again and, and, and keep it just like a not everyday, all day thing? We'll see, man. Maybe I can't. Maybe I fucking ruined drugs and alcohol for myself because I couldn't fucking be responsible enough to not abuse it. But, and they say like the longer you're clean and sober, the better, the better it gets, the easier it gets. And maybe just me clear headed. I don't see it now because I'm in fucking pain. And, but maybe, you know, in the long run, I'll look back and be like, dude, clear headed Dave, sober Dave is the better, is the better Dave, you know? Uh, I went to the gym last night and uh, held some mitts for people. Uh, I gave some, you know, I, I sit back and I watch and I know I'm the jujitsu guy, but I've done a lot of kickboxing and boxing in my day. And I definitely, uh, definitely like to like get some input. You know, these guys are really new. They're all really green at, at boxing and fighting. And it's like, I got all this knowledge, man. And I, I like to share it. I like to to pass it along, man. Like when I was them, when I was them at their point, the point that they're at now, man, I loved when somebody gave me pointers, even if it was something I, did, I thought was stupid or didn't like. It's like, uh, I listened to everybody who gave me these pointers. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be in the fight game for you guys, man, when you're at work and it doesn't matter if they're new, if they're, if they're a veteran at the job you've been at, they've been there for a year or 30 years. Like, People can always give you decent advice. Don't ever turn down advice of any kind. You, it ain't gonna hurt you, man. You just take that. You just take that and you put it in your toolbox. And at the time, you might have thought it was dumb advice, but later on, you're like, "Holy crap!" I remember when he told me that, and I was like, well, "That guy's stupid." 
but you could, you know what I mean? And then you're like, holy shit, that's like really, you know, that's really good advice. And then there's advice I got later on in my fighting career, you know, and at work where it's like, dude, if I would have known that like a year ago or if I would have known that earlier in my career, it could have helped me a lot bumping the mic. So uh, the gym last night, like I said, I got in there, got to coach a little bit. Uh, there's a guy, Alejandro, I love that name. I don't know, Alejandro. What was that? Like a, what was, that? was it a Lady Gaga song? I don't know. But anyway, uh, tall, lanky guy. Uh, he's just awkward. He's got an awkward boxing style. But he generates a lot of power, and I was holding mitts for him last night, and it was uh, it was a good t- I, it, it was a good training, you know. And I, but then he asked me, he's like, "Are you still wanting to teach people jujitsu?" And I'm like, "That is why I'm here, man." And I'm like, "Yeah, after we get done doing our rounds uh, of circuit training and stuff, let me know, and we'll go upstairs." And he came up to me again later, and he was like, "Hey, uh, are, are you still down to do some?" I'm like, "Let's go, bro." And me and him went upstairs, and. Uh, I shouldn't be rolling, I know, but I was like, I, I was like, all right, dude, let's just let's let's go, bro, let's start. And I slapped his hand and just grabbed him and I kind of tossed him around. I took his back right away. Like he doesn't really know much at all. The cool part is that he actually just he tried. He kept doing something. Some people they don't do anything, and I'm always like, that's my big thing. Is like you don't want me to act first. Like I've been doing jujitsu for a long time. I've been grappling and wrestling for a long time. Like don't let me, you know, you got to react. You got to do something. And if you go one way and you get choked out, well, then next time you learn from it. You might get choked out a few times going the wrong way, but eventually your body or you tell yourself like, okay, last time I went right, when I rolled right, Dave took my back and choked me out. Now, if I roll left or turn into him, uh, he didn't choke me out this time. This time he armbarred me, but now next time I know when I turn that into him, I got to keep my elbows tucked. You know what I could do? I just fucking smacked the shit out of my fucking pop filter. You guys like this pop filter? So pretentious, right? <laughs> I don't know if I need it. I think I sound a little better. I pop, pop, pop my peas a little, a little too much. I think. Anyway, uh, so it was cool that he hit me up. You know, well, that, that we start rolling, and it just like I knew he didn't know anything, and I felt like I'd be okay. The problem with beginners is they'll they'll grab your neck and crank on your neck, and I just I got to be ready for that and just be ready to tap out. But I wasn't trying to roll hard or fast. It was going to be a learning experience. So when I took his back right away, I was like, this is how, you know, when someone takes their back, uh, first thing is protect your neck. Your neck is protected right away. It doesn't matter, you know. And then work on getting the hooks out. Uh, work on this and that. Don't get flattened out. I was just giving him all these pointers and stuff. And it was the funny part is he started learning really fast. And it was really cool. And he's a long, lanky guy. I showed him some triangle stuff. And that was really about it. And I just... It made my night though. I love I love grappling and jujitsu so much that I uh, I love to share it. I love when people are interested in it. It really made my day, and it was good, man. Am I sore today? Fuck yeah, I'm so sore today, and I get super sore just from holding pads for people. Like pop 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 pop. The the impact on me and stuff. And uh, I don't think it's I don't think I can hurt myself anymore. I'm all fused up. And this and that, but obviously I'm not gonna spar. I'm not gonna roll with people that are gonna crank on my head and my neck. So I just gotta be really safe and and just really, you know, take it easy. And even when I take it easy, like the next day I'm so sore. So does that tell me like I just gotta keep going in and keep doing it, or do I gotta you know ease back a little bit? 
that's hard for me, you know, because I want to get in there and I, I, I love I love it so much that it's like I push through the pain because I'm enjoying what I'm doing at the time, you know, and I think like uh, it was, you know, like when you're a really physical person and you got to take a step back. I know I talk about this all the time, but you got to take a step back and become the coach. Uh, Tat, a fighter that I know, he he's. He's the big fighter in the area. Uh, he he never made it to like the big time, but like he fought on LF, LF, LFA, and he fought some big fights in the area and stuff. And he was somebody I always looked up to and loved to watch him fight. Uh, shout out to you, Tat. I doubt you listen to my podcast, but he started his own gym and stuff. And I've given him shout outs before. Well, he's hitting that point where he's just like, man, it sucks when. You physically can't do the thing you love anymore. And, dude, I'm like, dude, I've been there. It sent me to rock bottom. Uh, you got to find a way to deal with it, man. Like me, I look back on it now, and I should have stayed way more involved with when I was at MAP Fitness, when I was at Progressive Martial Arts, to stay involved and just be around those people, you know. But it, like, I, it's like being like a kid in a candy store, a kid in a toy store, and you don't get to touch anything. It's like, man, I'm there. And it just it bummed me out to a point. But I needed to push through that and realize that I needed to stick around. I need to stop by PMA one of these days and just say hi to everybody. Uh, I don't know why. I just stay away. And the only reason I started going to Forks Fighters and training with uh, Vic and the guys, because Vic reached out to me and he was like, dude, we got guys here that want to do MMA and you're the man. And it was like me and Vic used to butt heads at MAP about, you know, certain strategy in the way we train and uh but it's always been love we always gave each other a lot of shit and it's been nothing but love between me and him and i know that and i know how he operates he likes to give shit but like him reaching out to me it it was like something i needed so bad and to just get out of the fucking house and go do something other than sit here and play video games with my brother you know it was great man and i'm glad he reached out uh, Ken, uh, hasn't, he's never really reached out too much, but he's always told me the door is open. Come in, stop by, say hi. He won't let me train, which good. <laughs> he shouldn't let me train because I've made that mistake before. But, uh, this stimulator implant, uh, February 24th, I have a consultation with pain management here in Grand Forks and they're going to do an x-ray to see if, uh, the connections they got to put in me, if I have like good space and good room for it and see if I'm a good candidate and we're going to go from there. So hopefully I am and I can get that implant put in. They're going to do a trial run and we'll see if that will make me feel better, man. The funny part is like the whole I was going to talk about, I was trying to transition into the weed talk into what South Dakota's got going on right now. For those of you who don't know, I mean, or do know, South Dakota voted in uh, on a 54% margin uh, recreational and medical marijuana all in the same bill. And it passed, uh, the vote passed, it got voted in. So the people spoke and said, this is what we want. Well, Christy Nome, the governor of South Dakota, lover or hater, uh, I think a lot of people love her right now because she really is about, and that's a funny thing, it's like almost hypocritical. She's about freedom and she's about people like still keeping their businesses open open, and doing what they got to do uh, to just be free. Just keep doing what you want to do, right? The government shouldn't, 
be able to stop you from doing anything unless it's hurting somebody else. And that's how I feel about drugs. If you want to smoke weed or do crack, whatever, as long as you're not hurting anybody else, you should be free to put whatever you want in your body. If you want to fucking kill yourself with drugs, it's your life. It's your choice, right? And hopefully you have a circle and you have family and stuff that can step in and help you decide whether you should do it or not. But if it's all you, man, if that's what you want to do, do it. As long as you're not hurting anybody else. You know, I don't, don't condone like fucking doing drugs and like killing yourself, just rotting away with drugs. But I'm all about freedom, you know, and that's what she was supposedly all about freedom. And then now she uh, appointed this judge to overturn the bill or whatever and saying it's in unconstitutional. And I just read about it and I can't even remember what I read. I do remember a little bit. It was just that this bill alters the law and all this stuff so the you know the the state constitution so much that it becomes unconstitutional or something uh the weed people are going to appeal it and i don't know man i feel like if if your people voted it man you, you're just you're gonna really piss off a lot of people um and i was really surprised that it got voted in south dakota is a very very conservative uh state but it just shows you that the times are changing I think it just needs to be federally legal. I think all drugs need to just be fucking legal. Uh, regulate it. Tax it. Make some money. For real. Uh, end with some politics, right? You guys want to end with a little bit of politics? <laughs> you guys know I try to be... Is it bipartisan? Both sides. I try to look at everything with an open mind about it. And... I'm starting to not like the Democrats. <laughs> just Joe Biden, man. Like people keep sharing the craziest shit, you know, and I haven't looked into it enough. Really, like the executive order stuff, like what are you signing over? I know people talk about he's losing jobs uh, or the oil people lost their jobs. Gas prices are going to go up. Uh, he's doing a bunch of shit with Israel right now. And like, it's like Israel's the bad guy, like anti-Semitism shit. Uh, the videos of him fucking sniffing and touching girl, little girls, it's like, there's no doubt in my mind, if that guy had the chance to fuck a 14-year-old girl or whatever, I don't even know if his dick gets hard anymore, whatever he would do, you know, if he had the chance to molest a 14-year-old girl, he would do it if nobody found out. He'd get rid of the body, whatever he does. I'm just kidding. Sort of. But I seriously believe that. The guy is, and this is our fucking president. This is the number one dude. This is the guy running the fucking, I don't think it's the best country in the world anymore. I'll say it, dude. I fucking blood, sweat, and tears for this country. You know, I sacrificed a lot. My mental health. <laughs> it's gone. Maybe I didn't have mental health already. It doesn't matter. But man, this guy should not be our president. Should Trump be our president? Probably not. We can't find a fucking better person to run this country or help run the country. You know, there's such checks and balances. They don't run it necessarily. <laughs> We're at a weird time, man. Weird time. Uh, speaking of fucking fighting for our country, Joe Rogan had uh, Mark Smith. He's a UFC uh, referee. He is. He was uh, a, a pilot for the Thunderbirds, and that's really cool. Is because I got to do a lot of training at Creech Air Base in Las Vegas. Uh, I was an instructor there. I actually went through the course a couple different times. And while you're there, it is the training area for the Thunderbirds, and the Thunderbirds are a fighter jet. Uh, they do f like uh, they perform uh, at air shows and stuff and do really cool, crazy acrobatic shit. 
And I need to figure out a different microphone setup, maybe. Maybe more. I don't know. But anyway, it was really cool to watch them. Well, this guy, was he was a fighter pilot. He was on the Thunderbirds. Uh, he his, he worked in the White House for a while. He He's done a lot. And the guy is fucking cool as shit. Well, him being in the Air Force, they were talking about like requirements to be like a fighter pilot and this and that. And Joe Rogan was like, well, do they have like a, a, you know, a regiment that you got to follow, like a fitness regiment or whatever? And he's like, got to pass the Air Force PT test. And they talked about it like it was a serious fucking thing. And I laughed and I made a meme about it. And I thought it was a pretty good meme. I make memes every once in a while, you guys. Uh, but like, okay, so Air Force PT test, a mile, you have to run a mile and a half. You have one minute to do push-ups and one minute to do sit-ups. And then they measure your waist uh, so it's like your body mass index or whatever. And I'm telling you that like, by the time I got out, I didn't, I had to, if I ran like a mile and a half in like 13 minutes and like do 25 pushups and 25 sit-ups in a minute, like I think I passed. And I feel like anybody who is like in a little bit of shape or just kind of preps himself for this, even like a couple weeks out could probably pass it. And I don't find it hard at all. I always got like a pretty much 100 on it all the time. Uh, I had like this squadron record for a mile and a half until some other kid beat me. Uh, it's not hard. Really, it isn't. And it was just them talking about it like in a serious way. It made me fucking laugh so hard. <laughs> something just crossed my mind that I wanted to talk about as well. Was it something to do with the Air Force? Not sure. I've rambled on enough. Rant and rave with Dave. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. Uh, wait for the next one. I'm not on any sort of like thing where I'm putting them out in certain days, and maybe I need to. I feel like it's like when I feel like doing one, when I have the motivation to sit down and record the podcast, uh, I'm going to do it. Oh, shout out. So you're going to hear this in the intro, but shout out to uh, Red Pine Distillery here in Grand Forks, North Dakota. The cool part about it and that what really made me interested is, is he uses sugar beets uh as the sugar base in his in his wine not wine pfft, he makes the hard shit man the guy makes whiskeys he makes uh i think it's whiskey but definitely vodka and uh liqueurs <laughs> i try to be all whatever but liquors uh he had like a rhubarb one that was like pretty cool he showed me the bottle and stuff well we were there to uh to record this uh thing for journey home fosters i don't i think i've talked about him a little bit but we have malone right now and he is uh, a rescue dog that man he was wrapped in chains found outside so the chains being metal uh gave him freaking really bad frostbite all over his body huge abscess in his abdomen where he was either kicked um maybe you know he was they said he was when they found him that there was other dogs messing with him trying to hurt him uh, this dog had been through a lot of shit, and we took him in. Well, uh, oh man, I can't think. Tyler, I think is his name. Excuse me if I get it wrong, but the owner and of Red Pine Distillery is starting uh, a YouTube channel, and he's already got a YouTube channel. Just look up Red Pine Distillery, and he's starting one called Cocktails and Dog Tales, and. You're going to see me in the episode because like Robin was too fucking scared to do it. She's like, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. And uh, he is going to, he's a, he fosters and he, he fosters for journey home as well. So he's going to take in and he takes in dogs and whatever. Anyway, he's starting a YouTube channel where he's going to show uh, how to make a drink. 
uh, on the episode. And uh, at the beginning, we're gonna he's gonna talk, he's gonna have a dog every couple weeks when he does one. He's gonna have, bring a foster dog in and talk about him. And Malone was on the first one, and I got to talk about uh, just what it's like having him and taking him in, and like what he was like when we first got him to now. And he is an amazing dog. He's a sweetheart. He just loves to freaking play. Never stops playing. Like I get down on all fours, and you see him like, oh shit, it's not a play. He come running up and wants to play, man. And, and he's uh, he's good, man. He's really he's house trained really well. Uh, it's got to be on a leash outside. That motherfucker will take off. <laughs> and we got to keep them all on leash anyway. Uh, not our dogs. We let our dogs run free. They're they're good about not going on the road, and they you know they're good about coming back in. But these foster dogs, we can't you know. There's they got especially Malone. There's a lot of money into him right now, and if something were to happen to him, uh, it would probably piss some people off. So uh, anyway. Look him up, Red Pine Distillery uh, on YouTube. Look him up on the internet. Uh, find out where these where he's located in Grand Forks and go buy some booze from him. Seriously, it's such a cool thing. Local business uh, doing the damn thing. It's awesome. I'm, I don't even know. Maybe you can order it from his website. I'm not sure how ordering liquor even works. but <sighs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, huge shout outs. To Red Pine Distillery, Progressive Martial Arts here in Grand Forks, and uh, Victor's Combat Cardio, located in Forks Fighters here in Grand Forks as well. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, start a podcast, you guys. It's easy. Just record yourself. Do an audio audio journal, whatever. You're going to think you sound dumb. You might. Oh, and uh, Map Fitness. I got my Map Fitness shirt on. Megan's added a bunch of stuff and made huge changes out of Map Fitness. So if you guys are looking for a warehouse gym, open 24-7. Uh, go check it out, dude. She's got she's got it all. It's an amazing gym, and I feel like people just need to get in the door and see it, and you know to really understand that it's fucking legit, man. Way better than any of the anytime fitnesses or those twenty other twenty four hour ones where you can't grunt or do whatever. She lets people bring dogs in there, you know, as long as your dogs aren't bugging other people. Not sure if she might have changed it or not, but I don't think I think she's pretty dog friendly. Take your fucking shirt off, flex in the mirror whatever man so thank you guys uh, i changed my gamer tag on xbox to average dad uh, i thought it sounded kind of funny because a lot of dad you know people look i'm the best dad and or maybe they don't think that but i'm definitely an average dad kids are old enough now carter might as well be a million miles away right now with uh not really having a source of income or a reliable car just to go see him and we're working on going to see him soon it's been too long but Davey and Kelsey, Kelsey's a senior in high school. She works. Uh, hanging out with dad is like not a big thing. She does come out here and see me every once in a while. But come out and see the animals. See the fosters. Uh, Davey. I game with Davey though. Then a new zombie map came out on uh, Black Ops Cold War. And me, Carter, and Davey play on there all the time. So it's like I get to hang out with them. Just in this weird virtual world. So average dad. It's actually ABG dad. All one word. If you guys want to add me on Xbox uh seriously i'd love to play games with you guys it's what i do a lot of and it just it's what i'm addicted to right now that and nicotine uh my mouth got pretty tore up from chewing so i switched to vaping and i think it's terrible but i gotta have something you guys the addict in me it's terrible i know so thank you guys so much for uh listening watching uh, i really do appreciate it till next time later oh hit me up daysepodcast1 at gmail.com Dave's podcast on Facebook, Dave Helmbrecht on Facebook. I'm still Funny Welder on Instagram and other stuff. So please 
uh, hit me up. You want to be on the podcast? Want to talk about something on the podcast? I'm working on the remote podcast with my brother. If his dumbass stops being scared of being on the podcast. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time. Later.